This is SG Pod, a Stargate podcast. This is great. This drink is hella strong. Oh, well, that that means we should get started. We, we <laughs> I think that's how we've been we've been uh accidentally timing everything for the, these episodes <laughs> for the last three or so. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are the, are the wheels greased a bit? Let's 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 go. Oh, right, right. I forgot that I'm the one who starts. I was waiting. Oh. <laughs> I was like, "Okay, start." Uh <laughs> oh, Hello, good listeners, and welcome back to SG Fun, a Stargate Comfort Podcast. I'm Sarah. I am one of the hosts. Um, we embarked on this, one of us not having seen it, and then me kind of vaguely remember remembering having seen some of it on sci-fi. Now that we've seen it, would we have picked this show? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Here we are. <laughs> no, this train has left the station, and I'm Tori, yeah. and... Uh... Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I am watching these one episode at a time, and so this one is the latest one. I think, I think, Sarah, you're you're still, you watched all the way to half of season ten. That's correct. And you're holding I off have, until we get there. I guess so. <laughs> I only know what happens until halfway through season ten. That's beautiful. Which I've already forgotten some things. Yeah, we got well this this week we got a season two episode fourteen touchstone. Mm-hmm. Uh, directed by Brad Turner, who mm-hmm. uh, uh, lovingly gifted us such beautiful episodes as Thor's Hammer, Hathor, <laughs> Tokra all 1 the, and 2, shit. All, all the best ones. All the best all ones. Of, all of the ones that were the most comforting. <laughs> uh, and written by Sam Egan, uh, whose only credit, is th- this is his only credit until some episode in season 6 or something. I had some other names. Oh, I didn't. I thought I other thought than touch, Touchstone. Yeah. Well, Touchstone to me was a bit bit confusing. Uh, yeah. I was like, "What is this? The um, born identity? Sans Maddie Damon? You know, well, Maddie <laughs> D's not there." Um, so I thought because there was such like there was a whole controversy and somebody did a bad and it was a big deal politically that it could be called Stargate Gate. Stargate Gate. Yeah, Stargate Gate. <laughs> and then, but that actually came from my other idea, which was Plastic Gate. Plastic Gate. Yeah, which Love I thought it. maybe the Love best it. one. <laughs> what? I know. Plastic? And then, what's funny enough is I was able to get in touch with Dr. Jackson. And, and Daniel had this to say about the episode name. Oh. Touchstone. Touchstone. The tone didn't give clear consent, did it? Ha, you feel me, Jack, right? No? Tilk? Tilk? No? Sam? Where's General Daddy? I know he has an appreciation for taking without asking. That was what Daniel had to say. Thanks, Michael Shanks. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not besmirching Michael Shanks. It's it's the character of Daniel Jackson. I don't know anything about Michael Shanks. Quick, quick update from Michael Shanks. I just got this. 
Uh, <laughs> I am actually not Daniel Jackson. Quote, unquote. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Can't wait no for the com- new series. No comment about consent. Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have any alternate titles? Oh, story? well, yeah, yeah. No, uh, uh, my first one was give me some of that sweet local voodoo. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I got notes on that. Um, but later <laughs> in the episode, good. I was like, touchstone. No, this one's called O'Neill's Boomer Humor Extravaganza. <laughs> I write that one down. I like that one a lot. Um, O'Neill's Boomer Humor Extravaganza. <laughs> I got excited because I was like, Boomer and Humor sort of rhyme, if yeah. you say them right. I didn't, but, you know. Boomer Humor. Boomer Humor. <laughs> Boomer. Boomer Humor. Humor. <laughs> Oh boy, totally unnecessary statements from him. There's a lot. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. We should. Uh, we should get into. It. Oh, oh, oh. But before we oh, do shit. that. Oh my God! Do you hear that, Tori? Yeah, we have. Yeah, there's an emergency. I know that I saved the mountain last week. Yeah. <laughs> so let's I blow it up this week by making me do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have to. I have to summarize. I have to summarize this episode before it, before it goes off. Oh my God, the, the clock, the 24 artificial tension second clock is starting right now. Oh, uh, they find a they find a, a device that changes the weather on a planet, but it's been stolen by someone with their clothing. Who is it? It might be from the other gate from Antarctica. They go to investigate. It is, Mayborn's a dick. They, they, they find <laughs> it in Utah somewhere. Uh, the dudes belly flop into the gate. They grab it, take it back. Everything's fine now in Hawaii. Wow, and with like four seconds to spare, uh, pretty impressed. Just enough time for the for the yeah the hot the hot and cold winds to rebalance themselves and yeah, yep, just and, enough time. What not is, that, is that is that those words? I yeah. for everything to be completely dry, even though it was just a blizzard. Now it's hot. <laughs> it didn't create any weird. It didn't create any other weather patterns. Problems. Weather weather is simple. Front, weather yeah, is a simple sh- system. Extremely simple. What about, do you think about all the people who don't live anywhere near the Stargate or near that piece of technology who were like, what the fuck? What in the fuck is going on? They, they started whole new religions on other parts of the planet based on the events. They're like, Uncle Her- Harum up there is really fucking up right now, but we have no technology to like send an email. Right? And they're probably like, new religions sprouting up on earth because of the flooding through like Phoenix <laughs> they did, they that did. just stopped <laughs> anyway. So what, what happens? I feel like when we start, we're in the boardroom doing extreme close-ups of everyone's face every time they talk. Well, yeah, yeah. They're just chilling and they're talking about this planet where they're like, yeah, we went there and the people, you know, the, the a lo- a low technology civilization, but they have this item that basically can just do, tell the weather to do whatever the fuck they want on a whim. Well, that, even though we've seen many stranger things, is just too much for general daddy. So he's like, I don't know. You guys sound like you're full of shit. Are you sure that's not some local voodoo? What What does that mean? What like wh- What does that mean? Drugs? Mass psychosis? Well, here's what I put to General Daddy. Dear General Daddy, fuck you. Oh, fuck white supremacy <laughs> and fuck Nancy Reagan. <laughs> well, because I think it's I think it's all of that. 
<laughs> and also, do they regularly do drugs with the locals? That's fantastic. I guess they did on that planet where O'Neill became an old man. Mm, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But to the local voodoo was just such a gross thing to say. <laughs> just like, what the fuck are you talking this about? General, ba- general daddy must be having like Something's troubles at home. Yeah. Because he's not been, he's just not been written as himself. He's not himself right now. The last couple episodes. Yeah, well, so yeah, the people on this planet, uh, they're called the Madronans. I think I'm saying that right. And I know some Madronans here in Seattle. There are. There all, are. All over in the Madrona neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, they, they, yeah. They dress the same too. I don't know mm-hmm. if you've been there in a while. They like Krippendorf's tribe. Well, yeah, well, yeah, and this thing, this thing is called the Touchstone. It's a cool little gadget that they, mm-hmm. that they, that, that they put on a statue. Which is, I feel like you're not supposed to touch it. It should be the stay away from that stone. Too important to not be encased in glass stone. No, no, too, yeah. Too easy to access stone. Quite easy, apparently. Precari- precariously set upon a weird shaped surface stone. Disaster waiting to happen stone. Well, it's like a statue that's like, it's like of a woman and she's like, one arm is like raised to the sky and the other is like cupped, but it's cupped behind. You like, know, like the best she, way to hold stuff. Like she, <laughs> she's going to get a cramp. Like I'm put, I got my arm like that right now. Should I put my drink in my hand? No, don't do it. No, it's gonna okay. Fall. It's gonna slip. It's gonna break. Yep. Yep. Uh, but that's where they got it. And um, but they're cool. They're cool with SGC. Uh, they're like, yeah, you can come back. Carter wants to roll in and poke and prod a little bit and just kind of uh, and just look at the device, analyze it, whatever. And General Daddy's like, can't you bring it here? Yeah, just just take it. He's just been told that it's used to control oh. the entire climate on this planet of people, this populated planet. It's like, can you just bring here? Just, just, you know, air quotes, borrow it for a while. Yeah. And they're like, well, let's do this first. And also just a little side note. So there's a climate control on a planetary scale that's left from, and to maintain terraforming. Right. Do we not have, do we not have a word for terraforming? That's not earth-based. <laughs> is, is it terraforming uh well that makes sense for us i, I don't know i like to make up sci- sci-fi social justice issues <laughs> welcome to sg fun <laughs> <laughs> there's not enough social justice issues just happening in the show i gotta make some up i don't know in my mind that doesn't seem like the best terraforming because it's sort of like it's like they almost <laughs> finished it, but they not quite. So now there's like this like linchpin that has to like hang out all the time. You know, they didn't right. finish the job. Right. Anyway. I know because it should just be. It should terraformed. be terraformed. <laughs> but it's like apparently in a constant state of terraforming. Like, <laughs> yeah. The planet. Why just are wants there people to- there? Because <laughs> these people didn't make the thing. Where are the people who made the fucking thing? And then like, did they put the people there? And did they terraform it for those people or did they happen to enjoy the same environment, but they decided, Hey, this planet feels too precarious. Let's leave. (laughs) And was that like billions of years ago? And people just sort of naturally evolved the exact same way Mm. there that they did here. Mm. Well, well, I'll say this, like, you know, they should have at least left them some winter coats just in case someone missed the alarm to touch, to touch the touchstone. 
I have a note toward the end of the show that is like, why didn't the SGC give them a fuck ton of those foil blankets? Oh, yeah. They're just, they're just, I don't even know why they have, they're wearing shawls. They're not prepared. And I don't even know why they have shawls, to be honest, because as soon as (laughs) they get the touchstone back, they take them off. Oh, oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, wait, I'm sorry. They don't all take them off. That sexy, sexy young lady, (laughs) conventionally sexy young lady takes takes hers off it's it's true yeah <laughs> and at first i was like what is she what is she doing like it, it, did it warm up that quickly like what's going on here <laughs> it was just blizzarding i know it <laughs> <laughs> so when i say these costumes look like they were left over from the set of Krippendorf drive <laughs> not a compliment <laughs> primitive equals the indigenous people of various places on earth check got it okay good 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 great well yeah, well, yeah. for any listeners who know of that movie so when the gate gang roll through the gate uh onto the planet um to do all these uh experiments or whatever and the weather doesn't look great to me at this point i'm like uh but yeah but then the people roll in and they're wearing what that movie shows so put, put that in your mind's eye um, yeah it's, I, I think I saw Jenna Elfman in the background Jewish. and <laughs> what's even funnier is I definitely saw Gallagher in the background. So I was yeah, like, maybe, yeah. they, no, I know I saw that. Maybe yep. <laughs> O'Neill holds, holds his point, his gun directly at Gallagher's Gallagher. face yeah. for a while. And I'm just like, oh, maybe they are primitive. Maybe I've been kind of on my, all up on my soapbox for no reason. <laughs> Um, well, yeah, they, they come in and, 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 and <laughs> did you see Daniel's, uh, shit squat, uh, where no. he like, he's like, it's, he like squats and puts his hands in a, in a praying pose, uh, to say, say hello. It's like, he's trying to like reach for like a low hanging bidet or something. <laughs> he's like, or like he's in one of those, like sometimes in some places you go into the toilet stall and it's just like, it's two places clearly marked for your feet on either side. <laughs> I've never every... been to... Oh, that'd be nice. <laughs> it actually, it's better. It's a better alignment. That's, I mean, that's basically why we have squatty potty because we have, we have chairs to, to poop, poop into. Well, yeah, I guess that's how they say hello or whatever. And so, but nobody does it, but Daniel, why? No, no, like he yeah. should be like, you guys, here's the protocol. He literally just made it up on the spot. Yeah, <laughs> sure, he made it up. Thing. And they're like, yeah, they're all like, I guess that's how you say hi on earth. These people are fucking weird. Yeah. Where's this guy? <laughs> <laughs> and also they're not happy to see them because they, th- oh, they're like the touchstone is gone. Off. I have a lot of things to say. Shockingly first I want to talk about, they are about to take just a shit storm of a dressing down from the King yeah, and his niece. And I'm just like the acting choices at this point, there's something I've missed about the King. So I'm just like, what's up with the acting choices of this guy? He, he is, why is he making orgasming eyes while he's talking about their impending weather related demise? Like his eyes are rolling back in his head. And I couldn't figure it out. And then later at the very last scene, I fucking realized he's playing a blind dude. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think that's also blind people either. Uh, no, no. That what is so his acting choices became less funny and more like, what? Look, look, look. Yeah. Spoiler alert. He's blind. And the thing is, is that like, yeah, I saw I was like, OK, he's been blind this whole time. 
So I okay, went, so you missed it too. Yeah, and I went back and looked at the first scene after finishing the episode, and I'm like, he like he he's just acting weird, and I I there's no sense of him being blind in this at all. He's looking straight. He's like look. He's like looking at the different groups, uh, ga- yeah. members of the gang, as he's talking to him. He's he's just. I mean, doesn't he know? Hasn't he seen other TV where sighted people portray- portrayed blind people? They just stare straight ahead and kind of like. In- incline their heads toward noise this is like brad turner's like uncle or something i don't know i, like <laughs> I want to act come on let me make me uncle excited Harum. so they're super pissed and the reason is because their touchstone is gone their weather control device is gone that's obvious we know that but what we don't know is that they were guarding it and they stopped guarding it because of you we trusted you and i'm like did did the s did the gate gang tell them they didn't need to guard their touchstone anymore i i mean it doesn't sound like it'd be something they would say but maybe i i i don't know i i was like i wrote this like that is a you problem for sure why the fuck would you do that it's not primitive logic it's not childlike logic. It's not even stupid logic. That is some splintered mind logic. There is no connection from you guys came here. You seem trustworthy. We stopped guarding. It. <laughs> we guarded it before we knew you existed, but then we realized you personally weren't a threat. So we stopped guarding it. It's a little strange. It's, it's, and we're supposed to just gloss over it so we can be like, it is kind of their fault. They should do something. Well, yeah, well, and, uh, but the, some witnesses saw these people are straight up assholes, by the way, okay. <laughs> like through the whole episode, they're huge assholes. Well, Anyways. some asshole witnesses, uh, did see some people sort of like taking it or running through the camp or whatever. And, uh, they say they looked exact, they were in the exact same uniforms as SG one. And so that, that the SG one's like, Ooh, really oh. a spooky mystery. And they left through the gate as well. Yeah. Yep. What's uh, going on? Yeah. What did you think at this point, Tori? Oh, well, uh, well, uh, first off, I, cause they, at this point they had gone into the temple, uh, to see that it was stolen. And I got to say the set design, uh, of this place is pretty awesome. And in fact, I mean, I'll say right now, I think, I think like this episode like looks really good despite Brad Turner's weird weirdness. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I think, I, th- I think everything kind of like looks really good. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I did think that when they took the temple set from like some other episode and revamped it, the redecorator did a better job. Yeah. It didn't look like a temple from from a couple other like they just keep using kind of the same temple space and yeah, which of po- course that's yeah, money possible. saving. Like why would they make new ones? That'd be wasteful. <laughs> they're, they're, it's, it's it's neat. They're saving the the environment from climate change by recycling things in the episode about climate, climate change. change. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. subtle. It's subtle, but good work. Well, so the chief is like, well, you guys took it. Someone, you know, took it, whatever. Un- unarm them. Take away their weapons. It's like, that's mm-hmm. what, what do they think that's going to work? That's not going to work. I they're, know, they're, they're loaded. Uber, uber duper fucked at this point. And, but before we even get to the stakes, we get to, I think the the first joke that makes you say, call the episode O'Neill's boomer humor extravaganza, (laughs) because I wrote, what? 
Cause I can't even remember why he said that. Like I, I, in my imagination, the King must've said, you got to get, you got to get him the guy or her or her, the guy who took it. Cause whatever it is, O'Neill is like, come on, they're thieves. They don't exactly have a feminine side. Caring's a low priority. And I'm just like, tell that to Winona Ryder. Okay. And by the way, tell that I would definitely steal something before my husband would steal something. Okay. And I just thought the whole thing was weird fucking dialogue and an interesting direct masculinization of even nonviolent crimes. And and at the same time made me mad because women can commit crimes too. It was just weird. It was like really making women like subhuman and just very boomer. It was so boomer. So boomer. Well, yeah, yeah. And they're not having any. It's like you guys, you guys can't stop us. We're, we're, we need to go, like, we want to go back to the gate to like, we'll, we'll try to help you figure out who did this. And they're like, why should we trust you? I'm like, cause you have no choice, but nobody makes that point. Basically we go from stakes equal planet death to trust equals immediate to believability low at best. Okay. <laughs> Well, yeah, well, well, yeah, it ends as it, they're like, all right, let them, let, let them through, let them go back. And so they're like, we'll come back. We'll be back. We'll be back. Oh, they, oh, it looks like it might be snowing. We'll be back. I know. But it, it, even O'Neill looks shocked that they decide before they, before they head in, O'Neill looks shocked that they're like, okay, we trust you now. He's like, what? These people are so confusing. <laughs> So they go. So uh, they they go back to the gate, um, and they mm-hmm, appraise mm-hmm. they appraise Daddy of this of the situation. Boy, Daddy's got like he's like Zoolander with he's got three looks, and his career desperately needs a fourth look. Like where's Magnum? <laughs> he's just like he does like shocked and befuddled and like concerned, and and that's it. Well, yeah, well, yeah. He's like, why are you back so early? You know, you got thought you guys were going to hang out there for a little bit in that paradise. And yeah. so they go into his office and he's like, hey, it was stolen by someone wearing our uniforms. Who was it, daddy? Ooh, ooh. And I like this because Hammond's like, I don't like your implication. And I'm like, you don't like that he's implying that you fucking knew about it. Do you remember last week? Just last week. Yeah, you're going to steal the key. Yeah. So why wouldn't you steal the touchstone? Well, and also it was, it was, it was like the whole, he was like, you know, you, what, you, you know, I don't really know what goes on around here, Colonel. Like I'm, I'm still reeling from the land blasting I got from the higher ups for the last episode. No, But then he turns, then he suddenly, he does like a 180 and he's like, not because O'Neill's like, well, I'm going to check the gate logs. If you're cool with it and have Carter do it. Cause she actually knows how, I don't know how. And Hammond's like, nobody goes near that gate. Nobody sneezes by that gate that I don't get a report. Like, yeah, he takes it very personally. <laughs> he does. And he goes on, he says it so many different ways that eventually I just wrote that he was Vincini and he was like inconceivable, <laughs> inconceivable. And I was waiting for someone to Tell him it doesn't mean what he thinks it means. <laughs> Teal his head comes in. Yes, I don't think that means what you think it. You means. keep saying that word. I do not think it means what you think it means. I know what it means now. Mm-hmm. For God's sake. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but he does change his mind. He's like, all right, go ahead, go ahead. Like Carter, take a look at the logs. It might as well. 
Right. And so then they take a look at the logs and they find this weird little anomaly. But also at the same time, they're watching the news. The weather channel. I know. <laughs> I feel like, well, and I'm thinking, okay, wait. So it's, we're now like in the very late 90s at a military facility. They probably do have Fox News on 24 7. Because mm. mm. I couldn't even go to get like a new ID card without having like every room every room at Madigan, every medical center, every room, everywhere in any building. And then I worked there for a bit. Like, it was just like, it was all Fox news all the time. It was weird. But anyway, so they, it, I guess it checks out that they were watching the news for forcibly. Well, yeah. And, and I kind of, I kind of like this little bit. Cause it's like, it just shows the game. Like, it's like sort of like their downtime in a way. And they're just like, hanging. like Teal's even watching. He's just hanging out. Yeah, he's like, I continue to wish to stay in the mountain. <laughs> you guys have great television. Uh, but yeah, but apparently weather's going weird in the in the uh, southwest of the United States. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, is Palm Springs flooded. is flooded. Palm, Palm Springs, man, fuck that. Once Palm Springs is being flooded, I'm like, can you even go to Disneyland? Because <laughs> it's so close. Weather can't be like wild at Palm Springs and just fine at Disneyland. True. True that. Well, yeah. Well, the, you know, correlation doesn't totally equal causation quite yet, but Carter's like, Carter's, she sees this energy spike and finally the second <laughs> gate in Antarctica is brought up. Fucking finally. For, for the first time since. But what O'Neill says, don't you think it's a bit of a reach? And I'm like, What? How is that a reach? Do you have a better fucking theory? Like it's the nineties shit. Isn't like it is now where like Colorado's like Denver's on fire in the middle of the winter while Seattle's like iced over. It's like, this is the weather seemed pretty normal back then. Like this is a couple of years after we had one weird winter here. Like I just like, how is it a bit of a reach? What is, how does he explain it? Why does he say that? Is it because he's doing boomer humor and part of it is boomer-esque <laughs> thing is to just be like, a woman said something. I have an answer. Maybe. Bit of a reach, isn't it? Or or like, yeah, they're, they're weird. Like, I don't know, hold on the idea that the weather is like how, what it is, you know? Yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> it is what it is. Fox news said it's because of gay sex. <laughs> so i don't know where you came up with this whole second stargate theory well yeah well so carter's like well yeah like no sorry gay sex is just sex i was just doing the boomer stuff (laughs) we'll be doing that a lot in this episode so Mm -hmm. and we're we're playing characters damn it Mm uh (laughs) well yeah she's like yeah the energy spike came within like a half second of like sg2 they they went on they went off world and it came up there and he was like, he was like, Ew, oh, SG do, SG2 did it. I knew it. I hate those guys. <laughs> and she's like, well, no, 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 that's not, that's not what I'm saying. You know, <laughs> they, they did it almost like to hide their signature. And O'Neill, he's, he's like, oh, like shooting a gun when a train goes by. Which is a perfectly good simile. It, it it is it is it makes perfect sense and they <laughs> gaslight him into thinking he's crazy well no no well this is, this is the thing no because he's like shooting a gun when train goes by dot 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 carter like stares at him blankly to hide the sound no but this is it this this is the point because carter get, this is the epitome of okay boomer face 
that Carter throws towards O'Neill that I've ever fucking. And this is where I got boomer humor extravaganza. Oh, this is where. Okay. And because I was like, trains, only boomers talk about trains. Oh, I know. I know. Yes, you have a good point. I did think this is a very out of date simile, but it it makes perfect sense. But Car- it does. And Carter's just like, she she just she just stares at him. Like, She's like, this is the future, motherfucker. New trains aren't even loud. <laughs> I mean, the I'm going to tell you, Tori, the ones by my house are. Oh, OK. Not yeah. that I live near trains. Those boomer trains. I'm going to skip ahead a little bit because I'm going to say that later O'Neill is talking to General Daddy and he says, oh, you mean like the left hand? Is this, do you think this might be a case of yes. the left hand not knowing what the right foot is doing? Yes. And Hammond goes, I think it might be. And I'm just like, now here's the time to give him like, what is that? What are you saying? That's not anything. <laughs> Why are they giving him shit about a gun when a train goes by? That's <laughs> makes perfect sense. So it covers it up. Or maybe she's just mad because she's like, I said what I said. It made sense. Who are you simplifying this for? <laughs> maybe that was what all the side that, I was. That's for. when O'Neill points to the Showtime cameras. These, yes. These people. Yes, the boomers yes. that are watching that left the television on after, right? <laughs> after Fox News. Just, well, and everybody, everybody, I feel like whoever they make, whoever's the highest ranking person in the room is, is the person who has to play dipshit. Well, daddy does it perfectly, I guess. Yeah, You're daddy right. does a great job. And then O'Neill goes from being smart to stupid. And then when Sam's in charge, because <clears throat> one of O'Neill's many shoulders has been shot through she actually bandages, then she is the smartest person in the room, but suddenly she's the dumbest person in the room. So maybe they could have chosen to mix it up a little bit. So they they figure this out. O'Neill goes back to daddy's office and we learn, well, we learn one that the the second Stargate was decommissioned. Mm -hmm. And then also daddy's on the phone Yes, I wrote down exactly what he said too. Yeah, I love it. I love this. We're we're vibing. We're vibing. Would you like to do that quote? Son, do you know what color this phone is? And the guy on the other line said, "Last week I saw a green one. Is it green?" <laughs> I have that exact same note. I was Well, it's not green like the weird phone a couple episodes ago that Sarah pointed out. Uh <laughs> Well, yeah. Well, he hangs up and he's like, yeah, I can't get a hold of the president. It's weird. It's weird. It's like the, like someone's like messing with his sketch. Yeah. Someone's, know? someone's making, it's not the president's fault. No, yeah. we don't want to implicate him just yet. Well, yeah. So they, so they do this rumination on this, like the like backdoor dealings with a mm-hmm. shadow. They go full QAnon at this point. Oh no. It's, and it's also, it's a QAnon slumber party where they're like, what do you think it meant when this happened? I bet he did want to talk to you. I bet like his, Friends were over and just wouldn't give him the phone. I bet his mom just didn't tell you that he called. I bet he's like dying to talk to you. Oh, yeah. True. I think someone's messing with like his schedule so he can't talk to you because I think he's pretty. That's how into you he is. Yeah. 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 That's what. It's just so yeah. Dumb. Trisha wouldn't ghost you, daddy. Don't worry. Yeah. About no. It. no. 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 Well, yeah. Well, so he's like, but I'll, you know, I'll get to the bottom of this. And then that point I was like, okay, so this episode rests in general daddy's hands. To bring down mm. the one world order globalist Illumafucky cabal. The Illumafucky? Yeah. 
we cut to uh, Carter, and, and she and so she's like, "All right, look. So I think I think we figured out that the touchstone might be in Nevada." What if you mean Nevada or Nevada? <laughs> no, Nevada. You say Nevada. I say Nevada. Do you want to know a quick funny story? Oh, what's that? Can't remember who it is, but let's just think current high schoolers in a choir and they're singing, let's call the whole thing off, but they are reading it and they've never heard it. So they're singing, you say tomato. I say tomato, no. you say potato. I say potato, no. potato, tomato, tomato, potato, potato. Let's go. <laughs> that can't be real. <laughs> and then I guess the music teacher is just dying, right? Because the boomer music teacher is yeah. like these kids. <laughs> well, I mean, even I saw when Harry met Sally. <laughs> <laughs> and love Harry Connick Jr. So that's not a boomer thing to love Harry Connick Jr. Gen X counts as we like we like them. I was 12 when I saw that movie. Hey, look, we're the shadow corporation of generations. No, we're no. the shadow corporation of boomers. Let's be honest. <laughs> like we hate them, but we're like mad, just like boomers. We're mad at the idea that any generation thinks they might be edgier than we are. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like the weird beef that 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 I feel like is a brewing between Gen X and Zoomers is just all about us thinking that we're the edgiest. We are. We're we're the edgiest. And that's and all Zoomers we have. Like, that's all we have. Take that away like, from us. What do we have? I know, right? Just depression. Just a locked door in an empty apartment that our parents have. Right. Anyway. And, and, and a, this is deep, getting too deep. Deep a deep deep fear of looking through that peephole <laughs> <laughs> or some, or the phone ringing. <laughs> I'm glad we could work that out. Anyway, <laughs> what are we, what are okay, we okay. even doing? <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so Carter's figured out that the touchstone might be in Nevada. And, oh, right. Nevada. Yeah. And, uh, we learn and and then, and then O'Neill's like, yeah, well, yeah, wasn't it taken to 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 Nevada, the second gate? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to totally... sa- keep saying it like that. <laughs> I'm going to keep saying Nevada. I'm pretty. I'm actually pretty sure it's Nevada. Well, yeah, at a place called Nellis, which but they say so many they say so many words. Nellis is apparently also Area 51. Oh my God, I was like, ooh. I thought those were two totally Bay separate places. Born. I don't know. I have no idea, but I was like, ooh, Mayborn is back because he got reassigned there. Reassigned to Dallas. And then I went, ooh, Area 51. Yeah. Yeah. Spooky. <laughs> I, don't, I can't stop doing that from last week. So, so then, and as they're talking, they, they're also like checking out the weather on Madronas. And it's just, it, it looks like Seattle did two weeks ago. They got like, yeah. they got like 48, 72 hours before mm-hmm. they're just frozen in place. No one can drive. Nobody no. <laughs> can get can get their new desk chair delivered. No. Nobody can get any. They can just keep keep refreshing the FedEx app and keep seeing weather delay. This is this is thin shawl weather. Yeah. Right oh, here. oh, for Put real. Thin shawls, shawl people. weather. Sandals and thin shawls. <laughs> it's cold out there. Don't worry. No, you still don't worry. Don't put on a shirt. That's fine. Don't worry about that. Nah. But anyway, yeah, we're going to Nevada. Oh shit! No, we're going to Nevada. Ah! God damn it! All right. I got you. 
yeah, daddy's like, all right, go, go down there. I, I can use any excuse. This naive motherfucker is like, I'll call ahead and let him know you're coming and see if it's okay. And it's O'Neill who's like, um, we have top security clearance. Yeah, we can just show up. And, and then daddy thinks for what seems like to me like a really like time filling amount of time before going, you know what? I have some important paperwork that only is so important. Only SG-1 can deliver it. A heroic, legendary SG-1. So here's my question. What paperwork do you think he sent? Oh, I don't he's know. Gonna, yeah, if he's yeah. going to come up with that ruse, he needs to actually have mega paperwork. But it doesn't matter because the, the ruse is gone. It's up very quickly. Right. So. Well, yeah, yeah. We, we cut to, I guess, Area 51. Slash uh, Nellis. Yeah. And uh, uh, we uh, the gang is met by Major Reynolds, which what do you think about this guy? This guy, I think I think the actor who played this Ooh. guy is really good because he's like perfectly polite, but also like the creepiest motherfucker. Of yes. All time. When someone's so helpful, you're pretty sure they're going to like slice you open from like fucking nose to navel. Yeah, really shit. good. Like. Yeah, yeah, just like yeah. I was just like, this is perfect. And when they meet him, this whole scene is fucking weird. I don't know if you noticed this. Fuck fucking Brad Turner. Like, <laughs> like they get out of the car, the gang does, and they're meeting him, and we can see him. He's he's lit, but the whole gang is backlit with no lighting on them. It's only their silhouettes. It's like two minute scene. And you can't even see their faces. I was playing. I was playing two dots on my phone. Oh, as one does, as one does. Because I wasn't quite out of turns. <laughs> so I, you had three hearts left, two and a half yeah. hearts, something like and that. And so I just was looking up and down, lying to myself that I could do both. It was just, it was very, I was like, what are you trying to say, Turner? Are, are, is SG-1 the actual, are they the dark side corporation to the area 51 people? You oh, know, I know because he was super exactly? like, I know who you guys are. If it weren't for you, we wouldn't be able to do our work here. And then speaking of their Which work there. turns out to be so fucking true. <laughs> I know. Oh, my God. It's like, that's but all like, they're doing. <laughs> did you think it was a bit weird or ominous when they're like walking through and you hear in the on the over the um, intercom? Um, Dr. Dobson to room 843 as if it's a hospital. Yeah. Like I, I get like. Do they have live subjects? I feel like that was on purpose. Yeah, no, the whole thing is there's this weird like tension in the whole thing, which is just it's really weird as they're getting the tour and they're just like, yeah, this room is the stuff that you did over here. Oh, this yeah. room is the stuff that you brought back from there. I'm like, what has Area 51 been doing before SGC? Like <laughs> they've just been autopsying that same alien over and over and over again. They're like just playing with the same little piece of malleable metal <laughs> That's over all they and had. over again. That's all they had. And they like look in at one point to like this, this like uh, air hanger and one of the gliders is there and uh, the entire team, like it's like they're questioning their very mission at this point. Oh, I know. And when those doors opened up to that glider, that death glider, I expected to see like someone being autopsied based on how creepy everything was. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is kind of, it's kind of creepy in and of itself because it's like, mm -hmm. they're like, this is where every, all the work we're doing, this is where it ends up in the hands of these guys. Well, and it was so creepy that it made me think like just seeing the death glider being worked on for some reason was so horror movie horrific that it made me think almost like it was like a Cylon death raider. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Well, and then and then O'Neill and then O'Neill boom boomers himself again, and he's like, "So where's the little green men?" And it's like, dude, like you're in the know. I know. Stop being such a dipshit. You're like, are they going to show you something that you haven't? You know, like. (laughs) Oh, oh, ooh, ooh, Sarah, Sarah, real just real quick. Oh, I'm. Oh, I feel oily all of a sudden. Like oh, a, you feel a little dirty. Do we need well, a silkwood shower? I'm, I'm feeling a little nauseous. What's going oh, on? No. Well, I think it's because of um, Mayborn. Oh, shit. Has he entered the scene? <laughs> yeah. But don't worry. You're going to feel Teal'c is about to deliver the Zofran of lines. Oh, my God. Zofran's a power anti-medic for anti-nausea. So Holy shit. He's, Teal'c is about to be almost side face to side face, mouth to ear, mouth to ear with Mayborn, who's like all glib and like, how you doing? No hard feelings. (laughs) And Teal is about to say to him in my culture, I'm well within my rights to dismember you. Yeah. Right here, right now. Yeah. Then he just walks away. Yeah. And Mayborn looks like he's going to be sick. It's fucking amazing. He, he wastes, Teal wastes no fucking time. No time, no words. Not here for you. See, I feel like that's what I need to say to my therapist. I need to say, like, we're done here. <laughs> it, you it can't would be just well like stand my me up. <laughs> It'd be well within my rights to say we're done here because you are zero for like five on follow through. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the rest of the gang sort of don't really waste time either. Like, you know, O'Neill goes right into it. He's like, you know, where's the touchstone or where's the gate? Daniel roll, pipes in and they're just like, yeah, what's what's going on here? You know, like that, that yeah. whatever paperwork Hammond sent, sent that's 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 gone. That that's been forgotten about. They just right, go right, right into it. They're done with pretense. Yeah, but even even then, Mayborn's like, you don't have to be so cryptic. It's like, are they being cryptic? Like, like who's being cryptic, asswipe? No, <laughs> Mayborn's like, if you want some direct answers, maybe you should ask direct questions. And they're like, to you. <laughs> like you're the one who's like set the tone for like we like to play a little cloak and dagger yeah well yeah well he's like he's like hey look the gate hasn't been used it was taken from man it's still in the box it's still in the package yeah. do you guys want to come see it <laughs> <laughs> it looks really cool yeah my dad lets me keep it in my room haven't opened it up yet no yeah, so they roll, they roll out. They stay on Teal for a little bit. He's loving making this dude a little squeamish. He's just like, I know, I love it. I love Teal. So we cut to them uh, in a hangar, and yeah, there's this big box there, a uh, little big, big Amazon package. A huge Amazon package. Like, how are you even going to recycle all that cardboard without making your condo neighbors angry? <laughs> <laughs> and then like Mayborn makes a real dumb mistake, which is letting them instead of having it like unboxed or like standing in a locked room on display and saying, well, you've seen it. He's like, we're going to open the box right next to you. Feel free to touch it. It's, yeah. And Carter noted like pr- pretty quickly. So, Carter's like, somehow Carter notices that it's a, it's a gate from the Halloween spirit store. <laughs> That's not a real sword. This is copyright infringement. <laughs> Copyrighted. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Zazzle. It's totally. If you won't let us make a t-shirt because we said that <laughs> we couldn't make a plastic stargate of our own, uh, which that's what it is. It's made of plastic. Yep. 
Which why didn't they make it out of metal? Yeah, I yeah, I don't know. And it and it and I waffled on like whether Mayborn actually knew it was plastic. I don't know. Oh, like, he fucking knew. He, he knew. Did. He knew. He, he knew. did. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. I, I I got that. But it's like, yeah, but it, it, why why yeah. the fuck would you let like highly trained oh. individuals even look at it? Let alone Mayborn touch it. likes the control of being a colonel, but he would have been an amazing award winning actor. Yeah. Yeah. Not the actor who plays Mayborn, but the character. <laughs> but then you wonder, wait, does that mean the actor who plays yeah. Mayborn is that good? Exactly. And why is he, if, in which case, he's such a good creep. Why hasn't he been in more stuff? Mm, no, we should look him up at some point. Well, yeah, so O'Neill's like, yeah, what's the deal here, buddy? You know, what's going on here? And uh, and this, the, like, this is the whole part that I'm like, what the fuck? Because he's because they're like, all right, so where's the where's the actual one? And yeah, he, where's the actual one? Like, you, that's classified. And it's like we have the highest clearance in the military. And he so, goes in the military. <laughs> and at and that point, I was like, like, I went, I, I, man, my QAnon flower budded in my brain, and I was oh, like, dear. wait, what the fuck is higher than that? I actually, my without a QAnon flower blossoming in my ear i went <laughs> what is he talking about tell me what clearance is higher than the highest military or government clearance federal government clearance and apparently civilians well o'neill has a perfect response to that he's like are you telling me this is a civilian operation and then i was like does the cia count as civilians i don't think so does the what are they always they're always talking about like the NIA. NID. NID. Oh, right. The made up, the, not the NIA, that's real, but the NID. Oh, I see. And okay. Yeah. 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 And so is the NID considered civilian? Is the NIA or CIA considered civilian? I guess maybe like, are, are senators considered civilians? I guess they are. I guess anyone who's not in the armed forces is a civilian. Or, you know, police officers, off, police officers also often separate themselves from air quote civilians, even though they're supposed to be civilian patrol. Hmm. But anyway. Well, well, I mean, that just sent me down a rabbit hole. I was like, so how does this whole fucking kangaroo court work? Like, I know. I start, I did actually have a moment where I was like, wait, how does the actual government work? Not the TV government. I don't even think, feel like I really know. Like if the president is, is like the head of the armed forces, head of the military. Yeah. What are you, what are you telling me here, Mayborn? Like, yeah, if the if the the um, commander in chief isn't the commander in chief, which I th feel like we know, right? Because like W was commander in chief, but wasn't Dick Cheney really? <laughs> and then like I don't know who was commander in chief while Trump was president, but it sounds like not fucking him, or we would have nuked so many people. Oh God, Kushner! Holy fuck! God, I feel like it was a. a what about Miller? I feel like it was a rotation of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, no, for no, a while, none of them had their job for very long. For a Which while, means he could fire them. So, isn't he in charge of them? Fuck! I don't know. I feel like everybody he hired was just trying to handle him. Oh my God! Doesn't make any goddamn spit of difference. Which. Speaking of boomers, who says what I just said? So <laughs> doesn't make a goddamn spit of difference, but I would just kind of like to know. Zoomers are like, why bring spit into it? 
<laughs> and boomers are like, we're not all from Minnesota. What's happening? <laughs> yeah. Well, after learning that Mayborn's a military man is working for someone who's not the military, it's weird. He's basically like, all right, military men, take these other higher ranked military people off the base. Uh, so I right? guess that, that, that works. They're like, wait, they're arguing with him the S the gate gang and he's like don't make me have these soldiers or airmen or whatever get have to get disrespectful with you and i was kind of like but would they though <laughs> yeah they all love them they're they're heroes they're legends yeah and they all every fucking one of them outranks them well not every one of them because two of them don't have rank but <laughs> we got what do we have at this point we got a colonel and a captain yeah all right, we got a colonel and a captain and versus a colonel. Yeah. I don't yeah, know how that works. I um, guess you listen to the one who's your CO. CO stands for commanding officer. There we go. I think everyone knows that, but I don't know what people know. I don't know what you know. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> or don't calm down. And if you're not calm and you want to tell us about it, call area code 425-610-6554. See if you can beat my mom. Yeah, yeah. Phone. Show your own, show the boomer boomerness inside of yourself and, and yeah, and use a fucking a phone as a phone. <laughs> Try it. It's fun. It's fun. You'll hate it. <laughs> it's the worst. But do it anyway. I can't believe I'm soliciting voicemail. I hate voicemail. All right. Well, okay. So the gang, the gang leave the, and we cut back to the base. Um, and they realize that the touchstone's probably been turned off. Because weather's sort of uh, going back to normal. And they're like, probs, probs. They realized they were causing all the, that weather problem. Yeah. Because they also were on a military installation. So they were also watching Fox News all day. <laughs> and they also saw like Jerry Falwell come on as a, as a pundit and say, it's because it's because of men giving each other blowjobs. Right. Just like 9-11. He did say that. Yeah. No, it was Pat Robertson. Who cares? Same diff. Anyway. Well, Car Carter comes up with a plan to basically like find the where the second gate actually is. Um, and this whole thing, I, I couldn't follow it at all. No, I actually wrote down boring sciencey chat slash planning. And I wrote cool plan, though. And then I was like, you know, this is a pretty good intro reintro to the second gate. Because <laughs> yeah. they could have just written an episode where they really desperately needed a second gate, which has happened already. Yeah. But they didn't use it where they really needed a second gate and could have had them find it this way. This is way more interesting. Yeah. No, it's cool. It, it's cool. I just, I just don't understand like the, you know, calling your own number stuff. No, I don't understand it. any of that. It was like when Jordy talks to Data and I just sort of gloss over. Yeah. But but uh, the important points is that they're going to use the MALP, the robot. They're going to send it through their gate and then somehow get it to go to the second gate. And they're going to do that by uh, overloading the gate on Madronis. So O'Neill and Jackson roll over there to do the stuff. And at this point, it's a goddamn blizzard. The, peop the people there on Madronis, yeah, they, they come out and they yell at them a little bit. Uh, no shirts. They're now, they're now in shawls, though, and they're fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're not even, like, their teeth aren't even involuntarily, like, which literally happens. 
if you're naked <laughs> in the cold weather with nothing but shawl, you get. Yeah. And you're like, why don't they have space blankets? They got nothing. What about even like a comfy? I've given those to like everybody for Christmas gifts. That's true. And they're great. The wearable blanket, not a slanket and not a snuggie. It's the comfy. It's better than that. And it's from Shark Tank. Nice. All the, all the Jackson does. He's just like, we are trying to help you. (laughs) And they're like, they're like, yeah. Well, good fucking job, motherfucker. (laughs) Like try better. It's fucking Seattle a week and a half ago. Look at this. Yeah, this is not Seattle weather and it's not sure as fuck not weather for, for Madrona. And I just, and they're all just like, I want to just want to point out that none of us is going to do shit to try to make this any more better for comfortable or better for anybody. No, no. I'm just going to yell at you. Well, so they jack into the gate, they do the plan. Yeah. And on, at the, at the base side, uh, the map goes through the second gate. It's dark or whatever. They're trying to, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like, Carter, Carter, do the triangulation now. Figure out its location. But she's like, no, let, let me remote control drive it for a little bit. Try to see mm-hmm. where we're at. What's going on? And they nope. say, yeah, like get your priorities <laughs> in line, Carter. What the fuck are you doing? And so they see this shadow and then they see a gun and someone shoots the robot in the head. <laughs> I know. I like, it. that's how you fucking like disable the robot, shoot it in its eye hole. So, Neil and Jackson come back and they're like, Did you find it? Did you know where it's at? And they're like, Well, no. And they shot it before we could. <laughs> but it's in southern Utah somewhere. Yeah. So, we didn't find it, but we did find it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so daddy, this is when he comes up and he's like, I'm going to use my last marker. Apparently he's used up all his other markers. Right. Which is where I'm like, I just want a job with markers. But then I wonder if you have a job where you have markers, do other people have markers that you have to call in? I think so. I think, I think it's a give and take. I don't want a job with markers (laughs) and I don't, I don't like the sort of quid pro quo kind of, um, I don't like all of my things with other people to be transactional. I feel like if you could just do people favors because you're cool and they're cool, that'd be great. Well, yeah, we, we kept a daddy uh, at a park talking to some dude named Winslow. I don't know if we've mm-hmm. met this guy. Can we just say, like, no matter what side you're on, this is some corrupt shit. Yeah. <laughs> this is some super corrupt government shit. Yeah. Apparently he owes him a favor. Winslow does to daddy. Yeah. And he's like, this is daddy. Daddy, are we even? Is what Winslow says. And daddy's like, we'll see. We'll see how it pans out. Well, he, bar- he gives him like, no, he, he doesn't help him like in any way, shape or form until, I mean, it, he's no fucking help. But he does give him, he's like, oh, Southern Utah. Oh, well, there was this weird little thing. We're going to send a plane down there. I thought it was kind of strange, but I'd signed off on it. So does right. that help? Are we even now? And he's like, dude, I don't fucking know yet. Cause what? Sounds like nothing. Well, I'll tell you this. I, I thought the scene was a little tense because I was pretty sure daddy was going to get shot from like, oh, I know. Because the guy was like, let's keep walking. Yeah. And I like that general daddy's like, no, let's sit. I don't feel like walking. <laughs> <laughs> like he doesn't know anything about espionage. And then the guy's like, it, it's it's better to walk. So the parabola mics don't. Yeah. <laughs> There's a different times current uh, daddy. I know. And daddy calls him paranoid, which I'm like, yeah, 
Yeah. Dude, you, you literally are someone people should be paranoid about. Like you work on a secret government project (laughs) and you're not at all. You think he's paranoid. Like you're meeting outside your office for a reason, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, so, so they have the, so they have the uh, location of some random weird place in Utah. So they're ready to rock. They're going to send the gang there. This is where daddy gives them some instructions. Yes. And daddy is like, they're like, can we shoot people? And daddy's like, no. And they're like, what if they shoot us first? Daddy's like, no. no. And the gang's like, but what if they do this? What if they do that? And they're like, even other airmen who might shoot us. And Teddy's like, no. And I'm like, the gate gang seems itchy for a little fragging. Oh, well. <laughs> I mean, they do a little bit, but at the same time, it's like, daddy, what the fuck? Like, like can we please shoot people, daddy? We've been so good. Well, it's like he, he would like, he's like, I would rather have my number one SG team get shot than uh, a random American following orders as he put from a right? or possibly uh, from a civilian or a military we don't know who's been doing illegal shit he's like don't shoot them they're americans sg one is fundamentally following orders they're following orders too they don't deserve to get shot <laughs> yeah yeah it's like where's your priorities or, you know dad? what i take that back i just want to say some people following orders do deserve to get shot <laughs> hashtag nazis i'm well you say Nazis. I say Nazis. <laughs> you say Nazis. I say Nazis. 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 Well, so, yeah, the gang gets sent down there. So we cut right to Southern, some fucking shitty place in Southern Utah where the gang right? is, the gang's killing it. Although I'll tell you, I'll tell you this quick, uh, quick question. Quick question. Yep. Yep. Why, why the fuck is Daniel on this mission? That dude yeah. is not special forces. He, he, he is not you. trained. Thank you. The whole rest of the gate gang is competent to be on this mission. Oh, and they have other teams to to pull yeah. from as well. Daniel should be waiting in a van near the site. Trying to translate Southern Utahns. Right. <laughs> <laughs> to explaining Mormonism. And <laughs> he should be able, he should just be waiting to go in after they've cleared everything. Yeah. 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 At this point, at this point, tbh he should be a commissioned officer because he's been to college so he gets to come in as a commissioned officer and he Mm. should have a rank Mm. if he's going to be i mean i never thought about it before but this is such bullshit uh but 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 he does his best military face though i don't know if you noticed that because he's like next to the side of a building and he's like he's like i'm here i'm doing it his best his best teal that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so they, they come to a building, a large like hangar like building, and uh, they go in. They just go they just go in. There's some jabronis and, <laughs> uh, just hanging out. That they, they, well, O'Neill's like, yeah, hands up, and they see like there's there there looks like a package and it's a stargate and it's horizontal at the moment. How big of an Amazon package is it, Tori? What do you think is in that box? Well, they needed a C-7 military airplane to fucking... Mm, then it's probably a Stargate. It. I hope that they deliver it on time. 
Well, we'll see. They're doing something to it, but they but they get held at gunpoint. And they start walking forward, but someone. But there's also this like tractor trailer, and they look in, and one of them's in there. He's got the fucking like uh, telephone for the star dial dial up device dial in device. device. The dude fucking starts it. It starts up, and everyone like oh falls to the ground. Oh, it's it's chaos. But I love it because I wish that the regular Stargate were like this instead of being perpendicular to earth it's laying on the earth oh, it's and this, it's on the same plane and so they dive into it like it's a pool Dude, of water they and fucking belly dive into it they just they just like swan I, dive <laughs> i would pay i would pay for tickets to see them coming out on the other side <laughs> just like a jesus cross yeah. before they yeah they break yeah because they like belly flop like acrobatic divers well yeah they all get away they all get away the gate gang can't stop any of them motherfucking one of them because they're not supposed to kill them oh yeah yeah so they shoot at one of them but not to kill but they don't get the touchstone they have to leave the touchstone behind well yeah yeah there's this like weird little other smaller box hanging out and once they all go once all these jabronis go through the gate daniel tries to get the address I feel like he had plenty of cover and he didn't, he can't shoot for shit. I bet. And like, he should have been in there the second that jabroni jumped out of the trailer. He should have been in that trailer, writing down the dial home device (laughs) number, the number to where they went. But instead he like runs in there at the last second, like several seconds after they're all gone and goes on dang. But no, no, he does. He does this. He's like, Nerds. I didn't Nerd. get it. Yeah. So, th- so they went somewhere the, to escape, uh, leaving um, everything behind. Uh, they go to the little box. Yeah. The touchstone is there. Great. I don't understand why that guy's not like, fuck you. You shot near my hand. You didn't shoot my hand. You're clearly not going to shoot me. I'm taking this box. <laughs> True. Well, so yeah, so they get, they get all the stuff. So we just cut back to Madronis, where where the gang rolls through and they they and they bring it back, and Uncle and, and this is where Uncle Roham, uh, I have <laughs> in parentheses, is he blind now? Yeah, I know. That's where I was like, I wrote, I'm just catching that the king is blind. Yeah, and so they give it to him, and he activates he activates it, and the weather just immediately starts to go from a blizzard to a light sprinkle which light is wild because it took a long time for the weather the weather to reach blizzard proportion not a long time but longer or to get bad and also now you're creating you're creating cold fronts and warm fronts those don't hit <laughs> those don't hit each other well i'm not even a meteorologist but i see one often on the telly <laughs> telly yeah that's probably it well yeah, so they take it back to the temple. We have this whole little scene where they're like, "We mm-hmm. trust you again." Let's take the shawls or shawl weather is gone. Let's take them off. Yeah. Every, well, let's just let conventionally sexy lady the, take yeah, hers off. Yeah, one pretty lady to do it. Like the implication is, the rest of us will disrobe later. <laughs> but we're not quite ready yet. <laughs> it's it really boy. It really it really. Min- it just really compartmentalizes and and puts in a box the people who would watch a box the people who would watch SG one mm-hmm. as people mm-hmm. who only want to see naked ladies and a certain type of naked ladies. Uh, 
Oh yeah, yeah, in this like weird quasi Hawaiian place. Yeah, the the niece opens the doors, and yeah, now it's it's perfect, perfect weather. I mean, this place does look great. I mean, this place is the shit. So yeah, so Madronas is saved. They come back to yeah. the uh, to the mountain. And at this point, I, I was just like, I, I guess apparently we're not going to get any answers about who anybody was. Right, because they're talking to daddy and daddy is like, and it's clear they're not going to get any information because daddy can't get the information. And I was like, well, this is where the gate gang realizes that their daddy isn't all powerful. And I said, our gate gang is growing up. (laughs) It's a stage of development where you realize that daddy is not like a, a superhero or a super villain in this case. I'm not sure. Yeah, no, I, I, everything's gray now. Like, I, I don't, it's like the whole, like, like, why isn't Mayborn getting fucking fucked over for this? Like, you can't just, like, is this how the military actually works? But I hope not, but probably. And also, am I growing up too? Because I know that General Daddy is complicated as a person and might be a little bit evil. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm just like, I don't know how to feel. <laughs> <laughs> it's all so confusing to me. Anyways, is, so General Daddy's like, not only is the second gate going to be decommissioned, Majir all going to get to be there to see it boxed up. And we're going to put a permanent iris on there, which I don't even know what that is. I do not know what's a permanent iris. I don't believe in permanency. Um, they're just cutting for, the bowels out. They're just, they're, they're tying it off. Look, even where my puppy peed, on my new hardwoods that can only be water-based sealed because I live in a condo. That shit wasn't permanent. They sanded it off. The bigger question for me, Tori, is why don't they want to use two gates? Well, look, I got the same note because I was like, look, you might need it as a backup. Yes. Yes. If nothing else, you need a backup gate in case some so that in case, in case you have some mission where you need to destroy your gate, you can be like Bye. We, we got, have we got this one gate. in the back. It's boxed it's, up. It's ready to rock. Yeah. Like it's got a slightly different phone number. It's like one off or something. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. No, it's done. It's dumb. It's always good to have a backup. I know. It's, it's so good. stupid. Like it's so stupid. If anything, I'd be like, let's trade this gate for that gate. Cause it's had less use. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this one's fresher. Well, yeah, I don't know. They, they, they're they doing it. Mayborn's there, and O'Neill and him have another just kind of weird scene. And he's like, you might be out of a job, buddy. And Mayborn is like, you're naive as fuck. I don't know how any of this works. And I'm like, yeah, how don't... is this dude still in the military right now? Well, and O'Neill's like, anybody at some point is like, mm, anybody you're working with better be living in air that's hard to breathe that's how high up they boomer boomer i know (laughs) boomer (laughs) look when you're raised by boomers you can become like a little bit like oh that is boomer humor but you don't recognize it right away i feel like we've we've coined boomer humor oh we have humor boomer humor boomer boomer humor and and well and that's the end of the episode yeah that's it that's all tori yeah were you comforted by this episode uh yes yes i was 
Please uh, say more. Very much so. I just really like the production value on this episode. I thought it was really good. This is the best looking episode so far, in my personal opinion. Well, and think about it. Like, I don't know. It just seemed like they had a lot of like extra money or something. They even had some CGI going on when the touchstone was activated. Like here's what happened. It looked really good. They saved all their money that they could have put into the Krippendorf Strive planet, Madrona, and they used it all for their Earth CGI. Because <laughs> this was both simultaneously the most low budget shit and the most high budget shit. I just I think I, I just think it looked really good. O'Neill was killing it, you know, with his boomer humor. <laughs> his uh, boomer humor was on point, motherfucker. Madronus, his whole jo- Madronus is a shit. We got to go to Nevada and Utah. I mean, not really, but but yay you know what, <laughs> yeah no i i just enjoyed watching the episode you know we got to go to the drier sunnier looking parts of british columbia yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 so i i was comforted what about you sir were you comforted by this episode um absolutely 100 percent not the oh. only time i was the only time i was comforted was when teal threatened mayborn when teal said in my culture I'd be well within my rights to tear you limb from limb or whatever the fuck. That was the only comfort. That was it for me. I was comforted then. And only then the rest was a bunch of like teenage angst for me about like, who is daddy? It was a lot. Okay. All right. And I felt like, I felt like me and the gate gang were going through that together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're in puberty. You say puberty. I say puberty, puberty. Puberty. Hey, Tori. Yeah. When you were watching the episode, did you have like somebody who you were like, oh my God, I super would totally love to be that person. Oh my God. I would hate to be in their shoes. And someone you're like, I guess either way. And you know, like a yay, nay, or meh mm-hmm. kind of sitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if so, please tell me about it. Yes. Uh, my yet was O'Neill. Mm-hmm. Uh, B- boomer humor is killing it. Boomer humor. <laughs> this episode, the king of the boomer humor. Yeah, no, he just he just got to just yeah, just like do one liners the entire episode. It was great. My Amazing. my ne was Uncle Roham. Uh, he's having the worst day because <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Like thieves take his shit. Uh, yeah. The annual Paradiso volleyball tourney is canceled due to weather. Mm-hmm. He's uh, stuck with his O face. He, he only has o, he only has O face. He became he becomes blind at some point. I'm sticking to that. He wasn't blind <laughs> at the beginning of the fucking episode. No. You know what it is? He fucking touched himself and gave himself O face until he became blind. He like had nothing the else Catholic to do. Said. It was cold yeah. outside. Hey, if you masturbate, you'll go blind. Uh, and my Matt was daddy and his markers. I, Fuck his markers. Yeah, and his markers. Those were cool though. I liked them. If all that means is going to a park to talk to some like pencil. Oh, you got a point. Pusher. You got a point. You got a point. The markers were, and now he doesn't have any more. He's, he's, yeah. His markers are depleted. Fuck. We're fucked the next time this shit comes around. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, what about you, Sarah? What's your yet net and meh? Well, I think my, my, yeah, is going to be pretty unsurprising in that it's teal for delivering the best. Oh fucking moment of the whole episode yeah, which yeah. has already been discussed that's pretty good my my ne is krippendorf's problematic tribe <laughs> okay 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 
And my meh is FEMA. Because oh. did you see all that weird weather tragedy that the states mm. were having? And I we know from subsequent history that FEMA is not great not at great. handling shit. Not the best. So the fact that they have to figure out a weather like a disaster response that involves flooding in Phoenix. From an alien artifact. Yeah. Well, they don't know. That, yeah. <laughs> you know what? Maybe my mesh should be uh, meteorologists who are like, everything I learned was bullshit. Nothing seems to be making sense right now. <laughs> Every single one of them is having like an existential crisis. Speaking of, if you are a meteorologist that for some reason is listening to this, please answer my questions. Give us a call at 425 610 five, five, four, or give us an email. If you hate the phone as much as I do at vertical watering hole, all one word, all spelled normal at gmail.com all spelled conventional. I feel like I should say, um, well, great. Well, uh, do you want to know what's up next week? Yeah. Yeah. What, 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 what's happening after this existential crisis, <laughs> what's happening for the gang next. <laughs> oh, Oh, I'm about to tell you. Season two, episode 15 is called the fifth race, which means that there's the first race is running. The second race is swimming. The third race is bicycle. The fourth, fourth race is potato sack. Three-legged. And the fifth race is crawling. I don't know. (laughs) I couldn't think of anything else. That was a race. Oh, cars. The fifth race is cars. Nice. Okay. Daniel Jackson believes he has found a planet where the local inhabitants may be allied with the Asgard. Colonel O'Neill is taken hold of by a device after which he was cat- he is catatonic for about an hour. He seems to have recovered well, but he is soon speaking in an unknown language and generally acting quite strangely. General Hammond restricts him to the base and he too begins to realize that O'Neill has changed. With his brain operating at over 90% capacity, 10% is normal. Hey, that's a myth that's not true. He enters code into a computer that provides a map to the location of gates they did not know existed. The information comes from people called the ancients, whom Daniel thinks may have been the original builders of the gate system. When Teal'c, Sam, and two others are trapped on a planet with extremely high temperatures, O'Neill builds a device that will allow them to return and also give them access to something else. All right. Great. Look, another I, I use my more of my brain than you do story. Amazing. Yeah. Has that happened before? Oh, it's like a trope. Is it on this episode? On this uh, series? Uh, no, not on this series. Just in oh, just in general. in general. Yeah, because we used to have this weird myth that said we only used humans only use ten percent of their brain, which is a bonkers in hindsight, just bonkers, straight up bananas. B a n a n a s. We're using our whole fucking brain. There's not just parts of our brain that are like waiting for us to get better at it. <laughs> oh my god! Well, I can't. W- I can't wait for this episode. Fifth race. I'm in. So come try a. Come try a, everybody. Come try a. 
episode of Cobra Kai season four on Netflix. It's so fucking good. Even if you were just like, Karate Kid's pretty cool as a movie. It's all right. It's nostalgic. Cobra Kai is good. And if you weren't alive when Karate Kid was out, Cobra Kai is good. People walk up to Ralph Macchio and say, oh my God, you played the dad on my favorite show. Because he is somehow 60. Uh, come try it. Seattle Central Community College continuing education program. Ooh, I like that a lot. Anything specific? Uh, they have they have some great things to offer this semester, such as things in flagging and traffic control, software developer, foundation to project management, and also the arts, acrylic painting, cartooning and caricatures, Ooh. color correction, also language and culture, Chinese, German. Italian, and also a large section on wordworking and boating. Right. Well, th- thanks, non-existent sponsors. Hey, existent sponsors, let, let us know. Oh, oh, yeah, <laughs> sponsors that exist in the ether somewhere. Yeah, we should meet. Thanks for staying around for our fake advertisements. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you know what you've earned, List- good listener? You've earned a segment we call yeah. Get. To know your hosts. Where I first make Tori, always make Tori go first in using this couple's counseling deck called Couples Talking Points Cards. And then while he's answering, I think of what my answer could be. Mm. And so it's going great. (laughs) Um, Hey, Tori. Yeah. What goals do you have for yourself and how can I support you to achieve them? Oh, 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 well, I mean, I, I, I would support you to achieve your goals. I'm going to take notes. Oh, oh, I'll never well, read them. Don't worry. Well, it's hard. It's hard to not say the the goal that, that we're actively pursuing at this moment. What is it? Oh, well, just to have, you know, just to have a pod, to have like a podcast that people listen to. Like that's our, you know, that's a goal that I've been trying to do. Okay, that makes sense. And you're part of it. And it's hard to not point to that first. It's right in the, right in the forefront. Yeah, that makes sense. How can I support you in achieving this goal? Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> keep, keep doing the podcast. Oh, oh, just be, just, sh- just show just, up. Okay. Well, well, no, well, <laughs> just like we're already, we're, we're already doing up. it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, well, uh, what you you have any goal? Uh, oh, okay. Goal, uh, yeah. Thanks. I thought you would never ask. Literally. <laughs> um. Do I have goals, and how could you support me in That's achieving right. them? That's right. Do I have goals? I don't. Do I have goals? That was a pretty. That's a pretty wide question. It's it's pretty. <laughs> do you have goals? And if so, I mean. <laughs> TBH, I don't even know if I have goals beyond like maintaining. And I guess the way you could support me in that is if ever you're like, Hey, I noticed you're not doing so good at maintaining this relationship or like any of the relationships I have that you are also in the know about like a little bit, you know, both people, I guess you could let me know. You could give me feedback. Mm. If I'm ever really not delivering, I guess you could tell me that's like a big ask. Mm. 
No, I no, I, no, I'll do that. I'll do that. Okay. Okay. I have well, no, sweet. I have no qualms. No qualms about telling you what a fucked up you are at all. Well, God, well just... <laughs> how am I, I doing so I far? Have, I have no, I have no qualms about being like, Hey, give that person a phone call. Yes. Okay. And then it'd be like, fuck that. And I'll be like, fine. Text message. Uh, well, on, on, on that, on that note, folks, uh, thanks for listening. Check out our website, seven symbol.com numeric. And, uh, yeah. And listen to this on, you know, all the podcatchers of your choice, Spotify, mm. Google play, Apple, etc. And give us five stars. Sorry. Which you can now do on more than just Apple podcasts. Mm. I can't remember if it's Google podcast, Google play, or if it's Spotify. Nice. It's Spotify. You can give ratings now you know what wherever you're listening to this just try to give us a rating that'd yeah. be great or like borrow your friend's phone <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> borrow all of your friend's phone and just surreptitiously give us five stars yeah yeah that would be that would be my favorite thing it only counts from different accounts so that's right well that's not <laughs> true give us five stars for every episode did you know uh, you could do that oh no i did you know what i did not yeah, every episode you listen to, you could go ahead and rate us five stars. Nice. Unless you hate that episode. And then you could just be like, whatever, and just let your your podcatcher go on to the next podcast you listen to. <laughs> there you go. And just keep brushing your teeth, like, or plucking your eyebrows or whatever you do while you're listening to podcasts. Dishes. Driving. All right. So many things. Okay. Well, thank you for joining us at the Vertical Watering Hole. We'll see you next week at the Vertical Watering Hole. Holy Hannah. Holy Hannah. <laughs>